This is the new LOL podcast, and I am Karen Stewart. My goal is to challenge you, motivate, and encourage you to live your life boldly as a Christian out loud. Do me a favor. If you find anything of value, any motivation, any encouragement, help me spread the word like this. Share it on all your channels. And thanks for listening. Let's get started. When I was younger, I met a guy who I thought was a genius, and I was always on a quest in life to meet a true, bona fide, verifiable genius, and I thought I had met one. I have to say that this guy was the first real business mentor I ever had. I learned a ton of things from him. He was allegedly a Christian, or so he said. He was also married. And one day, randomly, I heard the Lord say, do not get involved with this man. Now, I was very young Christian at the time. I can't even tell you what kind of actual relationship I had with the Lord, but somehow I knew that I had heard the voice of God. And once I got that message, I thought, well, surely that could not mean I can't be friends with him. Surely that could only mean don't engage in a romantic relationship with him. Because even though he was married, I also knew that he was attracted to me. So I decided, oh, that's what the Lord must have meant. No problem. Because I wasn't even interested in him, right? So over time, we continued to be friends. And we ended up doing a business deal together, which was quite successful. And then there was an opportunity for another. And I was all in. Um, And we were in the car together going to execute this transaction. And again, I heard that same voice speak clearly to me and say, the penalty for disobedience is long and hard. And instantly I remembered what I had heard earlier and I realized that I had disobeyed the Lord. It wasn't long after that when my business came to an end and I entered a very long period of difficulty, challenges, and suffering. Now, I know that in our modern day theology, we do not like to think, or I should say, we choose to believe that God does not discipline or punish us through any means that would be uncomfortable or that would cause or allow us to suffer any type of loss. I I get it. And that's a whole nother episode. In the meantime, if you're interested in fact checking that reality, I would just encourage you to read your Bible and you will find Many instances that say otherwise. Anyway, this episode is really not about the reality of God's discipline of his children, but the flip side, which is what brings that to pass, and that is disobedience. And there's a challenging story in the Bible that helps us to see what God's idea of obedience looks like and what it does not. The story is in 1 Samuel 15, um, and Saul has been anointed king of Israel, and God has decided to take vengeance on a people who harmed his children years ago in the past. And this is what God said. I will punish Amalek for what he did to Israel in that he obstructed him on the way when he was coming up out from Egypt. Now, go and strike Amalek, completely destroy everything that he has, and do not spare him. But put to death both man and woman, child and infant, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. Okay, that's the instruction of the Lord. 
So just for some background, in Exodus 17, Israel was just liberated by Moses on their way out of Egypt, trying to get to the promised land. And Amalek came up and fought against them. Deuteronomy 25 says that he attacked the stragglers at the rear of the camp as they were leaving and when they were tired and weary. It is here in the scripture, 40 years after the incident, this is after Israel had wandered in the wilderness and they were about to finally cross over into the land of promise, that God reminded them of what had happened before and gave them the instruction. Again, we're in Deuteronomy 25, 19, and he said, when you get into the land that I've promised you and you have rested from the journey and all that you need to do to settle in there, I want you to blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. I've not forgotten what he did to you, and don't you forget what I'm telling you to do, okay? If there's ever any evidence that God will be faithful to deal with those who deal wrongly with you, this is it. I'm telling you, the Bible says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord, and I will repay. And I'm telling you, God doesn't forget. Anyway, so that is the history behind this. And now we're at the point in time when God is ready to deal with it and take his vengeance through the hand of Saul. Now, God's instruction is clear. Kill everyone and everything living. But when Saul went to war with Amalek and overtook him, he did not fully obey what God said. Verse 9 says that he spared the king and took the best of the sheep, oxen, lambs, allegedly to offer them to the Lord. Now, here's the thing. He said that the people took all of that plunder so that they could offer it to the Lord. But the truth is, Saul kept that king alive and took all of that plunder to memorialize his own greatness and his own victory. How do I know that? When the Lord revealed to Samuel what Saul had done and sent him to deal with it, he learned that the first thing that Saul did was go to Carmel to build a monument to himself, and then he proceeded to Gilgal to sacrifice to the Lord. So Saul's disobedience was not about sacrifice to the Lord. It was about demonstrating his own power and greatness. When I disobeyed the Lord in that story that I first told you. It wasn't about me avoiding a romantic relationship with a married man. It was about me maintaining access to a person who was willing to pour into me a fountain of knowledge at a time in my life when knowledge was my God. And there was a consequence. This was the incident in Paul's life that caused him to lose everything. This is when the kingdom that God had made him ruler over was torn from his hands. The very first commandment God gave Israel when they became a nation has never changed. He said, I am the Lord your God, and you shall have no other God before me. Listen, even if that God is ourselves, our desires, our possessions, our intellect, our abilities... God will have none of it. There is nothing that we could ever give him or do for him that is greater than obeying what he has told us to do. In 1 Samuel 15, 23, it says, 
Obedience is better than sacrifice and paying attention to instruction is better than any offering we could ever give. When we choose not to obey God in whatever area of our life is important to him, it is just like rebellion, which is as reprehensible as witchcraft and idolatry in the sight of God. Here's the thing. When God gives us direction in our life, it really doesn't matter what we think about it or even if we like it or understand it. The only thing that matters to him is that we obey it. And this is where hearing and knowing his voice is key, right? And knowing how to identify it. And, and, and this is totally a choice that we get to make. But to him, making that choice is more important to him than any other sacrifice that we are willing to give. Sometimes we like to make a, a deal with God. I don't want to do this, but I'm doing this. Listen, the thing that he wants is us to obey what he says. In our radical obedience, what we are saying to him is, I will lay down this life you have given me to the best of my ability to honor your will for me and my life, whether I like it or not. And no matter what I feel about it or how I feel about it, so that you will get glory from my life. Now, listen, let me be clear. I am not saying that this is or will be easy. Making a choice to live your life this way will pretty much cost you everything. Let me just put that out there. And it's okay to be honest and say, that is not a choice I'm willing to make. After all, God knows our heart, right? He already knows that if that's where we sit. But I will say this, he's absolutely worth it. But many of us want what we want more than we want what he wants. And that's just the truth, no matter what we say. It sounds horrible, but it's just the truth. And it's also the truth that this is a journey to get to this place. And that's only if this is the place where you really want to go to radically obey God at all times if that's where you're even trying to go. But if you do make that choice, I'm telling you that the reward is to know the pleasure and satisfaction of the one who has already given it all for you. I'm not trying to make you feel guilty here. I'm just trying to make it clear. It is a choice and every one of us has a choice. And it's not a one and done choice. It's a choice that we make his will above our will his desire above our desire several times every single day. We're going to stumble. We're going to miss it. And that's why repentance is key. And though it may not be easy, it is absolutely worth it because he is worth it. And he deserves our lives poured out for him boldly every single day in whatever way he may choose. And he deserves that we do that out loud.